You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 52 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Report, which is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to everything scheduling, reporting, and managing, and all the things that go with social media. You can try them out for yourself for free for 30 days by going to onlinedrea.com slash socialreport. Now, today I am talking to Alex Nerney from Create and Go. And little caveat, right at the top of this interview, I said Create and Grow, which is not the right name. It's Create and Go. So there you go. We're all human. Sometimes we say the wrong things. (laughs) But I was really excited to talk to Alex. Now, For those of you who don't know about Create & Go, it's an online blog that teaches others how to start a blog and eventually make money online. Alex and his partner Lauren quit their jobs and sold almost everything they had and went all in on blogging. Within their first year, they made over $100,000 by blogging. That's insane. And by year three, they're currently making over $100,000 per month online. And you should check out their uh, income reports. I like creeping on those. Um, But the best thing is that Alex and his partner Lauren live their life completely on their terms, often traveling the world which is so cool. So in this particular episode, we talk about how their first blog completely failed and how they rectified all of that. We talk about how Alex uh, really focuses on other people instead of himself, and that's really been the advantage to growing this brand that he has. And then we specifically talk about Pinterest because they've got a really good story about Pinterest and how they've leveraged that to get more traffic to their blog and to really launch things. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into this episode. But before we get in there, um, just a quick update for the Savvy Social School. So we've got a new training in the school uh, that's coming out on July 23rd, and it's all about writing captions. So if you've ever like sat to, down to write a social media post and your mind goes completely blank, or you're really figuring out how to promote yourself without feeling silly or spammy, this course is for you. It's going to be a live training. That's happening on the 23rd. And so make sure you join the school now. It's $37 a month to join. You'll have access to this training and everything we have in there from Instagram to LinkedIn trainings um, to how to create visuals and all the things that go along with social media. Um, As I mentioned last week, we've also added hot seat flash coaching, which is going to be so much fun and a great way for you to really dive into a specific problem or challenge you're having and a way that we can all learn from that. Uh, Because of new things like this caption course and the hot seat training, the price for the school is going to go up. So right now it's $37 a month and it's going to go up to $57. That's $57 a month starting August 1st. So now's the best time to join. Join me and our fellow social media strategy learners in the Savvy Social School. We'd love to have you there. All right, let's dive into this interview with Alex. Hey, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey. how we doing? 
Yeah, doing awesome. I'm really excited to talk to you because I love your story and, and I think it's a really great kind of like a inspiring way to talk about going from zero to hero. So that's what we're going to dive into today and then of course everything you're doing on social media. But let's start from the beginning. So how did you start your business, Create and Grow? So Create and Go. And uh, it's uh, what Sorry. happened. <laughs> You're forgiven. Um, what, what happened is back in uh, 2015, um, Laura and I were really frustrated young professionals um, working typical. Well, she was working a typical nine to five as a CPA. I was working as a personal trainer at the time. And we were just really disenchanted with what felt like doing all of the right things and not feeling like we were getting ahead. We, you know, had gone to college, gone to school, both hard workers, these sorts of things, but it never felt like we had any money. It always felt like we were chasing the weekends. All the dreams of traveling and getting to do fun things never seemed um, within our grasp. So we set out on this mission to, um, you know, start, start a blog and started our first blog, uh, which failed and then started um, another blog, um, September 15th, September uh, 25th, 2015. And, uh, that blog went on and, uh, became very successful. Um, we had this interesting time where we, um, decided to kind of quit our jobs and sell all of our things and really go all in blogging. Um, and when we did that, our, our blog just started to grow and grow and grow. And, uh, to this day we've grown that blog to making over $10,000 a month. And we have, um, another blog as well that makes, uh, puts us in total over a hundred grand per month blogging. Um, so okay. that's, that's sort of the packed story. I love that. And I want to rewind for a second and talk a little bit about the first two blogs. So you said your first blog failed. Mm -hmm. Do you know why that failed? Do you have any I, like insights? I do. Um, so the first blog had this really, well, the first blog was called Health and Happy Hour. And I, um, I love the name and, and the idea was kind of simple. The, the idea was, hey, we like to work out, but we like to drink and party and have fun. Let's combine the two and make a blog. You know, it wasn't the worst idea in the world, but um, the focus was actually the issue. The focus was that it was all about us. We tried to incorporate the things that we wanted instead of creating a blog all about other people. And so that, that blog bombed miserably. And that was, it was really singularly because of that the focus was wrong. When we created our second blog, avocado.com, the focus was all about other people. It's, it's, a, it's a women's blog um, for you know, older women, essentially, uh, who are looking to be healthier and, and get in better shape and these types of things. And that's not, um, you know, not something that I, you know, uh, I wouldn't say that I love it or like that, uh, you know, it's a, a topic that like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about all the time. But at the same time, it was the focus was correct. The focus was on helping other people before helping myself. And, and amazingly, what happens is like whenever you're helping other people, suddenly you develop this passion for uh, this thing because you're helping other people get results. And um, uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of what happened. So it was, the, it was really based on that focus, the focus on health and happy hour, all about us, the focus on avocado, all about them. And that's the big difference in what made us, made us successful. 
I think that's so powerful what you said in focusing on helping other people. Because I think sometimes we look at the internet, we look at influencers, we look at celebrities, and it is all about them. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that takes so much more energy to build up that brand. And usually they had something else before that was helping other people. Um, So I think that's such a powerful strategic thing that you did at the time. Now, did you know that at the time when you made that switch or was it like retroactively looking back that you saw why that worked? A little bit retroactive. Uh, I, you know, when we started creating the first type of content for avocado, we did create a very different kind of content. So there was some foresight there, but it, it really was a retroactive. I looked back at it and was like, that's why that failed because you, you didn't know, why the first one failed until you had the other one succeed, you know? So it was only until avocados started making income where we're like, Oh, when you help other people solve their problems, like suddenly money is not as hard as you would, you would think um, to make online. And so that it was, it was a little bit uh, retroactive. Right. Yeah. I love that. So inspiring. So um, I'm guessing that social media had played a big part in your growth. So, and I know specifically Pinterest, but um, before you discovered Pinterest, how was your social media going? And then let's talk a little bit about how Pinterest kind of increased things for you. Yeah. Before Pinterest, our social media was uh, miserable. Uh, It was struggling to say the least. We tried a few different things. We tried a few different avenues to Uh, promote our blogs. We tried um, Facebook was one of the main social routes that we tried. And we just, we ran into this problem where it felt like um, we couldn't get any traffic and Facebook had just changed its algorithm uh, to devalue, you know, just basic written content. And they were starting to favor more videos and these types of things. And we just felt like we couldn't get any traction there. Uh, We tried, uh, I believe, Instagram as well um, to no avail. Um, but then we decided and we heard, um, I was watching some lessons in this, uh, lab, this, uh, sort of, um, membership website for digital marketers, uh, especially called digital marketer backslash lab. And they're talking about this survival website that was getting, you know, like a hundred thousand views from Pinterest. And I was like, really? And so I looked into it and we were like, all right, let's try it out. You know, Lauren and I's best skill has always been like, let's just try it. You know, like, why not? You know, like, let's see what happens. And so we tried it and lo and behold, Pinterest um, became this massive driver uh, that honestly, without Pinterest, I wouldn't be where I am today or speaking how I'm speaking. So very thankful and blessed uh, that that's so form of social media exists. We actually like to call it the redheaded stepchild of social media because it's such a, <laughs> It's such a weird, it's just like a different uh, platform. Most people don't, um, don't understand it. Most marketers are almost confused by it, uh, but it, it has been such a blessing for us. Okay, yeah. So let's dig into Pinterest because I love, I love the redheaded stepchild joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so when you get started on Pinterest, what are some of the first things that you're doing? Or even better question, what are some of the first things you recommend for other people to do when they're first getting started on Pinterest, specifically if they have a blog? Specifically, if they have a blog, the first thing that you want to do is you want to go in and start um, keywording or figuring out the right keywords. Um, So let's say you have a dog blog, right? What you want to do is you want to go into Pinterest and just start typing in, you could type in dogs. And what's cool about Pinterest is what will come up is Pinterest is a jQuery search engine. So it's similar to a Google or YouTube where people go in and type in their problems. 
Uh, this is what makes it actually so powerful is that you can get organic traffic from it if you rank for certain things. But rewinding back, let's say you have a dog blog and you're just like, okay, I want to try to get Pinterest traffic. What you would do is you go to Pinterest, you type in dogs into the search bar. And what's going to come up underneath that if you're on mobile or um, underneath that is, or to kind of to the side of that if you're on desktop are going to be all these kind of related things that people type in. So there's going to be things like uh, dog treats and uh, dog training and best breeds of dogs and stuff like that. And what I would do is I would start to go through that content and um, start to click on it, start to look around. Um, because I think what the original thing that you want to do on Pinterest is you want to kind of map out, okay, here are like 10 topics that I know about that I can add value to people's lives um, for with you know, with Pinterest. And, and so you can just poke around and look around at what's popular in your niche and in your space uh, to uh, start creating that type of content that people, people want. Um, so that, that's, that's the first step. That's, that's where I would start. Yeah. And I think that's really important to note is that you're not just starting by pinning, you're starting with almost a research step that can be really powerful to making sure that you're not wasting your time on such a great platform. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I think the, the research and the, um, just almost like what, what got us into it really was we looked around and we saw like, uh, a bunch of content, um, for women. And it looked, what I, what I noticed is it was a bunch of content for women created by men where it was like this, like, you know, the, the pictures they used of girls were very like, um, uh, let's call them gratuitous. Uh, like, and they seemed like very like guy marketing. Um, and so we just looked around and we were like, you know, we can probably do something better than that. And that was our, that was our original mentality. And there's still so much space on it today. But yeah, doing that initial research, I think you'll be surprised by how much of your content in your niche does live on Pinterest. Right. And it lives so much longer too. <laughs> it does. It does. So I know you have a story about one of your pins went viral. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So that was, that was a crazy day. So it must have been August 2016. No, June. Uh, June or July, one of the, it's, it's in there, in there. And what happened is, so, you know, as entrepreneurs who sell things online, you know that um, the coolest part about what you get to do is making money while you sleep, right? That's by far, I think, the most powerful part of, you know, this message is that, I would go to sleep and I would look at my phone, um, check my emails, and then I would refresh every morning um, and there'd be some sales in there. And that's like maybe like one of the coolest, most powerful things. Um, so I had written a few articles that, um, that we had just kind of posted on, uh, on our website and I was looking through sales like typically I do at night and in the morning and at night, there were a lot of sales in there. We were, we were talking about it. We we're like, wow, it's a good, good sales night. This is cool. Um, go to bed, wake up the next morning and there's something like triple quadruple the amount of normal sales um, you, we make overnight. And it was like, wow. Okay. Like that's cool. It, it, it didn't dawn on us that something was going on yet. Um, and, but then around midday, when uh, we're checking in, we're like, this is insane. Like the, there are just so many sales coming through. What is going on? Um, and that is when we went back into our traffic. And what had happened is uh, Pinterest is a viral 
platform as well as similar to a Facebook where when a piece of content gets a lot of traction, right? A lot of people like this. A lot of people are interested in this. Facebook recognizes that and then shows that content to more people, right? We just had kind of cracked it with Pinterest. We'd written, um, we'd written an article on losing weight and it just absolutely blew through the roof. We ended up getting uh, on one day in particular, uh, 97,000 views, um, which is just obnoxious. Now, to this day, you won't have a Pinterest pin go that viral anymore, but you will still have uh, some of that virality. But it was, it was a very life-changing day. I remember one day in particular, it was like Lauren and I, we were hanging out with friends and we were out brunching and you know, drinking and having fun. And uh, we had calculated our sales for the day and I think we had made $5,000 in a single day. And that was, that was a very powerful moment in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what I love about being in an online business is that uh, you can still have moments where you can take time off and still make money, which is great with, yeah, by right. putting in the work early. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're leveraging, you're finally getting some, sorry, you're kind of getting that leverage that you don't have with that day job where um, I specifically had it when I was a personal trainer, right? When I wasn't, working actively on something, I was losing that money, right? That opportunity cost was there. I could be working and making money. Mm -hmm. um, but you can kind of escape that with the internet. And that's what makes it so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Now I do, I do feel like I work a lot more than I, if I had a yep. normal job, but <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, cause you control it, you know, when you're in control of your own money, it's, it's a lot easier to uh, justify that effort instead of being at a job where you get a regular salary and get a 3% raise and, and don't know if, if it's really going to pay off or not, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, now, I want to rewind a second to something you said um, earlier, which is when your pin went viral, you looked at your website traffic. Um, mm -hmm. And so for listeners out there who are interested in Pinterest and they want to understand what's important, I know website traffic is a really good indication of um, how a pin is doing. You also mentioned the views as well. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about some of the important things we should look out for and how we should measure our success on Pinterest? Yeah, so the, the key, this is, a, this is actually a common business thing that put most people mess up. Um, so I wanna, I wanna take a little time on this subject and, and, and really get clear about it um, because I think this will help a lot of people out. The only KPI, uh, and key performance indicator that you should ever measure, ever, 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 is the improving your sales. It's the only thing, it's what gives your business life. It, it's what, it's validation. It's a customer saying, hey, you're, you're helping me solve this problem. Here is, here is this actual tangible financial thing. I think when people, I think people get messed up sometimes because they focus too much on um, vanity statistics. So they've focused too much on just traffic, right? Like traffic is not a good indicator of success in my mind because I know people, I know very popular and famous bloggers who get millions of visitors per month to their blog, but they're, you know, not good posts. They're, they're not high converting posts that are going to actually improve their bottom line and improve their business. Um, so like when you're looking out for stuff on Pinterest, like I would look out at like, 
what is that thing that you are trying to get them to do? Like your end result as a business is usually going to be a sale. Now there are going to be other times where you are trying to get somebody to your website to uh, indoctrinate them to you and to get to know you better. I understand that and, and there's a time and a place for that. But the only measure that you should worry about is are people moving through the funnel like they're supposed to be moving? And, and if not, I would, I would ignore the stats. What happened with that pin in particular is Laura and I had gotten really good at this idea of sales-centered content, of creating content around the person's problem that they are having uh, that our, our product ends up solving. And so we've gotten really good at this create, creating this very specific type of content process. Uh, and, and because we really had honed in on what our, our target market needed, um, that's why that pin went viral because we knew without a shadow of a doubt, this is our person. This is exactly what they need. This is how we're going to help them. This is the article that leads into the product and that's why it all worked. But you know, if you, a good example would be saying something like this. If you have a pin that gets you a hundred visitors and out of those hundred visitors, 10 people buy your product, like an insane amount, um, end up buying what you do. That is way more valuable to you than a Pinterest pin that goes viral, gets 10,000 people to your website and only two people buy, right? So I think it's just important that we always focus on like, what is that actual metric that we are measuring? And usually that's, that's income. Oh yeah. Ugh. I am so glad that you said all of that because I think that um, in this online space, especially, it is really easy to compare. And one of the things I run into is, you know, like, oh, that person has more followers than me or, um, you know, their launch looked really big. And at the end of the day, it comes down to dollars and cents. It comes down to, are you able to support yourself? How much money you're making? Because um, if, if you're putting all this effort into it and it's not working, then, you know, it's time to reevaluate. So I'm really glad that you pointed yeah, that so, out. Sorry for going on that diatribe for so long, but it's just like, it's one of these things that I've really noticed recently in content marketing and, and in people is that they're so focused on these vanity metrics. And, you know, just to let you know, like one of our failures, like one of the things that we failed at was I created this YouTube channel called The Health Nerd and it, and it has 400,000 subscribers. It has some obnoxious amount of uh, YouTube subscribers to it, but it doesn't make that much money. And just because something is popular or something is loved by the masses does not mean it is going to be profitable and also doesn't mean that it's necessarily right for you and for your business. Right, right. Yeah, that's so important. So, so my question would be, if someone were starting today, let's say they want to start their blog and they're like, Alex, what do I do? How do I know if this is going to work? You know, what, where do I start? Um, what's one thing that you would recommend for them? I would recommend, you know, I think the cool thing about blogging, this is just something that I'm intrigued by, is that I don't have any special skills. You know, I, I barely passed my, like, English classes. I, did, like, my ACT score on my English is embarrassingly bad. And there is, there's nothing special or unique about myself or, or Lauren for that regard, um, that made us successful. So my suggestion would be, if you have an inkling in this, um, start and try it. Like, don't, 
we, you, people get so much in their heads is that I would say, you know, create and go has this post on how to start a blog and like, we'll get you set up with a blog today. Right. And just start and do and take action. And that action will show you if this is right or wrong for you. You know, I, I hate to, I hate to send people down these paths of, well, the first thing you want to do is, you know, meditate on like, you know, what your divine purpose is. I'm not into that. Like I'm into like, Hey, let's do some things and then let's, let's take that feedback and see if like, that's, that's where we want to go. Um, I would say start. I would say if you had an inkling, go do. And then, you know, if it ends up not working, it just ends up not working and you can try something new. Yeah, I think that's such great advice. And I think sometimes we do get stuck in the thinking stage yeah. and we have to, well, create and go. Oh, yay. Hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> hey, we did it. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned a blog. I will definitely put the link in the show notes for those of you who are listening. Check it out. If you were looking to start a blog, I mean, that's a really, really great place to start. Um, but if you're on the go, it's called createandgo.com slash how to start a blog. Nice. Um, so how else can people get connected with you? What's a great next step for those people who are listening and they want to be in your world? So there are two things you could do just really simply. Um, and we, we produce different kinds types of content for different types of people. If you are on YouTube, if you're like a YouTube person, um, we have a great YouTube channel, 50,000 subscribers where it's, you know, we teach people all this stuff Do YouTube. If you are a person who's really um, community focused, if you really love like the feedback and the interaction from others and the, uh, the building of something, we have a great group called honest bloggers on Facebook, uh, where you can go in and pop in and there's tons of, tons of people trying to help each other out, trying to start this, uh, crazy blogging business and try to figure this thing out. That's a great resource. Uh, and then the simple one is, uh, just go to create and Um, we, you know, we have courses on Pinterest. We have uh, courses for every step and stage of the of the blogger's journey. But you know, get started with our with our articles. You know, just go pop around there. You know, take some free content. See if see if you agree with what we say. See if um, you feel like we're the right people for you. I, I'm a big believer in um, not is that you should kind of pick some pick a few people or pick a few gurus are people who know what they're talking about and stick with those people, you know, go pop around there and see if we're the right people for you. And if we're not, that's cool. You know, go find somebody else. Um, but that, that's what I would tell somebody to do. Excellent advice. I love it. I know I'm going to go check out the YouTube channel. I've been in like a YouTube mode lately. So definitely yeah. looking forward to consuming all of that information. Uh, but thank you so much, Alex, for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.